Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome back to the Know Your Role Player Podcast. I am your host, J215Forever. Follow your boy on IG, and on my IG page is my podcast, the Know Your Role Player Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by, and will be sponsored by for the future, an anchor, anchor.fm backslash Know Your Role Player. You go there, every episode I've ever posted will be there. Um, whether you have Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio, Cast, Google Music, or many more, you will get notifications like when episodes like when this one currently is here. All right? All right, guys. Welcome back. Happy opening night of the NBA. Now, you know what you're thinking. Wait, they're not supposed to pod today. You're right. We were not supposed to pod today. Our next pod. Keep this podcast to... Three topics. We're still going to save most of our stuff for tomorrow for our first open night in the NBA. But we could not. We could not avoid this. Y'all know how I felt before I did this. Let me introduce our guest. French, say what's up to the people. What's going on, everybody? Could not not talk about this dude, Simmons. Now, I said before, I didn't agitate things. I just thought he was going to be professional enough to practice and play. But no. French, do you want to take the lead on what happened? Yeah, Simmons? man. Okay, ahead, so y'all. Y'all have heard me all summer talk about grown men and the difference between them and boys. Well, there's another category I forgot to mention to y'all, and that's called suckers, okay? And this is the category that Ben Simmons is starting to put himself in. And the definition to me of a sucker is a man who puts himself in a situation that turns out bad, and instead of manning up and making the best out of that situation, he can s- continues to make it worse. That is what Ben Simmons is doing. Listen, we get it. You don't want to be there. And if you show up and play well, you won't be there long, brother. Yep. But if you show up and you come to practice with the cell phone in your gray sweatpants, like like you go to L.A. Fitness to hoop (laughs) with some 50-year-old men, okay? When the coach says, hey, Ben, get in on this defensive play and practice, no. Hey, Ben, get in on this play. No, then why don't you go home? Cool. All right, see, here's the thing. And this is what I alluded to earlier in the summer. The Sixers don't have that guy that's going to punch Ben in the face, right? They don't have that guy that's going to push him up against the locker somewhere and start cussing him out. But what they do have and what they continue to have is leverage. <laughs> ben, suspended. You know what suspended means? I had to explain this to people on Twitter. means you don't get paid, brother man. Right. You don't get a check. And as we already discussed, the only reason he up is because he didn't want to keep losing money. All right, dog. So that means you're going to have to put on some gym shorts, tighten up the Jordans, and get out there and who? Like, I don't understand what, listen, nobody wants to be your friend. That bridge, that bridge is burned, okay? So, like, none of those dudes want to be your friend. None of those dudes want to kick it with you after games or before games. But the one thing the Sixers do have is a bunch of NBA veterans, a bunch of good guys, a bunch of guys that can ignore the fact that Ben Simmons has been a selfish jerk all summer. And they'll go out and just play if he's willing to go out and play. But, see, he thinks that somebody cares that his feelings are hurt. This is a professional sport, dog. You get traded. You don't get traded. Rumors happen. It is what it is. All you can control is how you play and how you practice. And you're choosing to do 
neither one right now. So, again, Ben Simmons, you're putting yourself into that sucker category. And it's real hard once you become a certified sucker to no longer be one, man. Shape up. I won't call him a sucker. That's your opinion. I respect your opinion. I won't do the name calling because I don't scream this episode. I've screamed. I've yelled. I've, I'm burning out of this situation. But one thing you did say at the end that I thought was very important was professional. We're going to stay on the word professional. Um, it is your professional obligation to do your job. It's practice and play. It's uh, rehab, meetings, whatever the team has on a day-to-day basis, it is your responsibility to do. All right? So in the Shams report, he said he's not mentally ready to play. That's my problem with that. What have you been doing all season? You had to all <laughs> season mentally get yourself prepared. And here's my other problem. If you got traded tomorrow, you think you'd be able to play on Friday? Yep. Oh, absolutely. So your mentality can work when you go to another team, but it can't work on this team. I love what the Sixers are doing. The Sixers have basically told a report that, yo, we're going to just hold off on trade seconds, trade talks for a minute, dog. You're not going to win this, dog. You're not going to win this, dog. You're At some point, you're going to man up and be a professional basketball player. It is your job. You didn't. You came back because you were they were hitting your money, right? Yep. Okay, they hit your money again, dog. <laughs> we can, you can, we can keep doing this, dog. You're not getting that game check back. You can keep doing this. Sort of. Listen, that's what it comes down to. Is that everybody says that this is getting worse? It's not getting worse. No, it's not getting the worse. It's going to get better. Consistent. The sister. The yes. Sixers are consistent. Ben, consistent. Ben already fought in his first block. Remember, I'm not coming. This is a declaration of war. He might sit out the whole season. Oh, two weeks. Came a week before the season. He's not going to stand on these positions, dog. Now, we text, you texted me about Adam Silver, and I wanted you to give the fans a perspective what Adam Silver was talking about. Okay, so uh, Charles Barkley specifically asked Adam Silver when he was on the tip-off show on, NBA, on uh, TNT, right, about 20 minutes ago. And Charles asked him, you know, what is the league going to do to step in for players that are not fulfilling their contractual obligations. Guys that sign a contract, okay, and then guys that for whatever reason decide they don't want to play for that team. And Charles brought up, this is the second year that's happened. Last year was James Harden. This year was Ben Simmons. Adam Silver said very, very clearly, listen, the contracts go both ways. Yes, the teams are responsible to pay these players and deal with whatever happens, right? Because you gave them, you offered them the contract. But in return, the players have to hold up their end of the contract, which is like you said, and Adam Silver talked about this, that's going to practice, showing up for games, going to the preseason, showing up for training camp, media obligations. And that in these contracts, the teams have the recourse to do what the Sixers have done. You don't show up, you don't get paid. You act a fool in practice, you get suspended. You don't get paid. Right. So people keep thinking, like, this is going to – no, it's going to end when Ben Simmons decides to be a man. Yeah, Listen, it's just, you signed the contract, dog. You dog, already you got a ran a coach season, out there. You got a whole season to go, dog. You can say whatever you want, but you practice – all y'all do is – all you do offseason off is practice to improve your game. You want to improve, all right? I'm not going to doubt that. Dog, you're going to play. Like, they, they literally said, yo, dog, let's hold off on these trade talks because they're getting low ball. We're not – yo, let's, let's say it like this. Yo, you got a $500,000 car. 
for some reason the car has value of fifty thousand dollars, but it's worth five hundred thousand dollars. Are you gonna sell that car for fifty thousand dollars? No, sir. That's the same. That's all we hit here. It's an asset. Ben Simmons is an asset as far as a team. He's a great asset as a young under contract for four years. Doug, you, you gotta. And the simplest thing is, if he comes out and balls, oh my goodness, Simmons, we gotta get him. Some teams, all these teams have high expectations. The best thing for this uh, before the season is called optimism. All these thirty-two teams think they can go to the playoffs, or they're going to be something. They're going to be competitive. They're going to be they improve from the previous juncture of last season. All right. Any last thoughts on Simmons? Yeah, hey, I just wanna... dog, you're not going to win this, dog. We're doubling down, dog. Oh, 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 one more thing. It's everybody else's fault. We talk, I said this before, and I do not like repeat myself on podcasts. Ben Simmons has been making excuses. <laughs> L. S U. All I want to say is my last point is this too. To the people on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram that keep saying, well, the Sixers dealt with something similar with Allen Iverson. No, and the Lakers dealt with Kobe and Shaq. Don't ever put those two in the same sentence. But, but listen, here, and this is my issue. You're talking about dudes that led the league in scoring, dudes that were first team all NBA, dudes that were MVP candidates, dudes that won MVP, dudes that went to the finals. That's not Ben Simmons. Like Shaq said tonight, and I'm going to end it with this. Just because you get paid a lot of money doesn't make you a great player. It makes you the next man up. Ben Simmons is good. He's not great yet. He can be. He's got to get out of his own way. Or he cannot be. But it's up to him. (laughs) And he's 25. At 25, you need to start showing what you are. We can't keep doing potential. We can do potential at 18, 19. 25, you've been in the league. Come on, brother. Yeah, man. Yes, Listen, and, and it'd be hard course. for him to walk in another locker room right now. Forget the players. Seriously, man. But That's another coach thing, to want to sign off. Like, First word keep... and before basketball player is professional. Yeah, like they keep throwing out these teams like the Warriors. You're telling me Steve Kerr wants to bring somebody onto that team who just sh- showed what he's Trade willing to do if he doesn't get his way? Alive, dog. Yeah, he nah, it's not him alive. Work. It's not, like just the teams people are talking about. Draymond I'm like, nah, they don't, there's not. no, there's no fluff in Golden State. They eat him alive. I know people think that Curry and Clay are nice guys. They are nice guys, but they're also dogs. Yeah, half, on that court, half, they're half, dogs. Half behind it in practice, man. No, dog. No, you, your jump shot is trash. Yeah, it, passing it, up it, open it, jumpers I'm, and stuff. Nah, and there's that's more not. expectations in Golden State than in Philadelphia. And guess yeah. what? Simmons isn't great with pressure. Yeah, no, so it ain't gonna. Please. Yeah, no, I'm I'm burying Simmons now. It's done. Whatever happens, happens. It's done. Yeah, whatever happens, happens. It's done. But I, I just need him to just be professional because I he's not worth this much time though. <laughs> not worth dog. Too many episodes. Too many Facebook posts and Instagram posts are about Ben Simmons. Dog. Doesn't I, average twenty a game. That's what I'm saying. The number one pick <laughs> averaging like sixteen points a game, and it's everybody else's fault. It's the man in the mirror's fault. It's you, Benjamin. Oh, they're holding me back. Yo, we were too good when I got drafted. It didn't let me get a chance to grow and develop. What? Yeah, what? man. Yeah, he's doing the opposite of Rick Ross right now. Y'all remember Rick. Y'all wasn't shooting with me in the gym. Dog, Ben Simmons is doing the opposite. He's blaming everybody that's not with him in the gym working on his game. It's everybody's fault but Ben. Hey, Ben, all you got to do is shoot, brother. That's it. If you in the summer and you shoot 10,000 jumpers, and you come into the season ready to shoot, nobody will say nothing. Right. This stuff tells me that you didn't work on your game at all this summer. 
that listen, and I see you, NBA. You've praise. dealt with bullies before and stuff like that, dog. People that do all the talking are usually the people that aren't prepared for the action. And it seems like Ben Simmons right now is doing a whole lot of talking and a whole lot of extra stuff. And if he had really, you know, practiced the way he claims he did, he would have just shown up, balled out for two weeks and got traded. Right. Uh, Embiid said, you know, I don't care. I'm not here to babysit anybody. Um, and Embiid is being professional. Because I know. <laughs> for now. word. For now, and Embiid can only he cannot the the reason why Embiid works in Philadelphia because it's honesty, all right? It's just honest. It's all it's like Iverson. Iverson always worked in Philadelphia because he was authentic. He never was nobody else but himself. Embiid is authentic and honest. He's gonna start talking, right? Now there's a game to play. There's seasons. As long as they win games and as long as they're a decent team, he'll be fine. Oh no, if they win, he's gonna talk more. I'm telling you that right now. Nah, nah, he's, <laughs> he's gonna focus. He wants. He still wants MVP. Top five guys at MVP, um, yeah. So listen, are we still doing? We're still doing our pre We're still doing our season awards tomorrow. Yes. All right, this is game one, but we. I did want to talk about two last topics before we get you out of here, right before the game. Um, DeAndre Ayton. Huh. So, the Phoenix Suns have re-signed Miles Bridges and Landry Shaman. Now, the Landry Shaman one. How many games has he played for Phoenix? Zero. I just that's just crazy to me that guys can sign. I understand he has value as a shooter, but it's just really crazy to me that you can sign guys that never played for your team, man. And guys that, that aren't going to be asked to play a lot of minutes. Yeah, I, I guess, man. They know something I don't. And he's a fine player. Um, but back to DeAndre Ayton. We talked at length of how valuable DeAndre Ayton was, and Phoenix's management basically said, "You're not a franchise player. You're not a you're not a, a max player." Now, whether he is or whether he isn't isn't the concern. The thing is, can he get max money? The answer is always yes. Absolutely, 100%. That's all it is. But nothing else, he can stay on the floor defensively versus smaller lineups. Hold on. He can stay on the floor, period. That's what I'm saying. You can't say this about centers. He doesn't get hurt. Rudy Gobert, Mr. Four Times Defensive Player of the Year, or whatever number, all all the great defensive of all time, he couldn't literally – they were getting dogged on the floor with him. They, You can't – they did try to do the same thing with Phoenix and said, no, you can't do that to us, dog. And he's not going to get worse. He's going to get better. To me, he's going to get better at being more confident in his jump shot. His physical, he's strong. He, he, he plays smart. He put up the whole playoff. He kept his fouls low, high IQ. Dog, here's the option. Say he isn't a max player, right? What's your plan B? Darius Arch, Frank Kaminsky. You don't have a plan B, right? Plan B, you still got to resign him because even let's say he goes to restricted free agency, he's not going to sign a qualifying offer for one year deal. That's not going to happen. No. What's going to happen is a team might offer him a two plus one, right? Um, two years plus an option for the third year. Now, Phoenix, as long as they match it on the first day um, that's available after the three days, they can make it a guaranteed three years. But then with this window, three years, you know, you want to build around Booker and – Eight and I thought because Chris Brown three years not going to be really a, much of a factor. All right, so, can I just be realistic? At the end of the day, Phoenix, play around if you want to. Here's a list of three teams right now that would offer DeAndre and the full max contract he's looking for under the rules. The New York Knicks, who need a center, yep, would offer DeAndre in a max contract. Who else? Uh, the Detroit Pistons, who are Charlotte looking to Hornets. build their the Charlotte. Well. Maybe not Charlotte. 
Maybe no, they got the sure. money. No, they, they do, but them. but they could use them, but maybe they wouldn't go that route. But I can guarantee you, Detroit. Yeah, would. you're gonna go the talent right when they're gonna go that route. Well, available. No, yes, but I'm saying they just gave Mason Plumley some money. Yeah, but that's Mason Plumley. You can trade that contract, dude. You can, but I just um, think Detroit would pursue him heavily because if you could tell me you have Aiton, you have Cunningham. You have Sadiq Bay, you have Jeremy Grant. All of a sudden, you have a team. OKC. So you, OKC needs a big man. <laughs> so this idea that like, oh, the Memphis Grizzlies, Boston Celtics, can, yeah, like there's a lot of teams. <laughs> the Los Angeles Lakers, yeah, like, like you know, there's the a lot Los of teams, Angeles Clippers. Like, listen, yeah, with today's deals, you can sign and trade. You can make stuff happen, man. The Golden State Warriors. Come like, on, man. You I'm can just, make and, stuff happen. And the teams we just listed are also teams that would go over the luxury tax. Yep. So, again, that's what I'm saying. So, Phoenix, play these games if you want to. If you're going to tell me, okay, our game plan is we want to go after Marvin Bagley, I mean, okay, he's not better than Aiton at the five. So, it's like, that's my thing. Like, I'm, I'm right there with you on this, is if it's not Aiton, tell me who it is. And that person has to be better than him at the five position. Yep. The five. Not better players. And no, the five. Because you don't want to see what that team's going to like. If you, don't, if you want to see Chris Paul look his age, don't have a center out there. Don't have a center. And Chris Paul will look his age. Not this season, but next year. And that's my point is like, if you want to see how certain players look without DeAndre Ayton, your team's going to stink. Yep. It's going to stink because we saw what happened when Aiton wasn't playing his best in the finals. Your team started getting cooked. Yeah. One more play I want to talk about, and then I want to get out of here because the game's about to start. Marvin Bagley. I would like to get this exact quote out. From his agent? Yeah. Do you have it? I don't have it, but I – yeah. No, I don't, I don't want to – Yeah, I don't want to – yeah. I don't want to mince nobody's words – Okay, uh, Excel Sports, which is the management company that uh, uh, under Marvin Bagley, Jeff Schwartz, and I quote: "Sacramento has informed Marvin Bagley that he is not in the opening opening night's rotation, which is completely baffling. It's clearly have no plans for him in the future, and yet they passed on potential deals at last year's deadline and this summer based on value. Instead, they chose to bring him back but not play him, a move completely contradictory to their value argument." This is the case, and the study is mismanagement by the King's organization. Yo, so even though he wanted to trade, he's been professional. He's always been professional, and he's not even that bad. Like, yo, like he's not, yo, he's averaged about 14 points a game. Uh, Marvin Bagley uh, in 118 games, 14 points a game, 7.5 rebounds. Jaron Jackson Jr. in 126 game play, 15 points per game, 4.7 rebounds. Now, they offer you very different things, all right? But Marvin Beckley's not a bust, all right? He's going to be a really good on a team that gets him. Listen, this is a buy-low product. First-round pick, give it up, dog. I will happily give up a first-round pick for Marvin Bagley because I still think there's a lot in there. I think shooting, I think he's a very mobile big. I just think there's upside there. He's not bad. I've seen him play too many times, though. We talk about the Kings being a mess. This is one where I don't buy the King because there are already issues at the beginning. And guess who's in control of rotations? Luke Walton. I will never yeah. buy King stock because Luke Walton has to get fired. He's not good. I can't prove to you that he's not good. I can prove to you that he's not good. I don't have time to today. 
Go ahead, French. So here's my thing. I I feel bad for Marvin Bagley, but this is unfortunately sometimes what happens in professional sports, right? That's why if, that's why when people do the like that's why I've been there's the been option because you gotta have both sides like Yeah. All right, they're gonna do that, then I'm gonna do this. Because the thing is what happened ultimately with Marvin Bagley, if people just wanna look at the history of since he came in the league, right? So they signed Rashawn Holmes with the intention of Bagley playing the four and Holmes playing the five. Holmes progressed way past where people thought his ceiling well, also was. Also, they took Bagley over Luka Doncic. Well, no, they did. And you know, I don't, I don't want to revisit that because, like, Bagley did show flashes that he could be great, right, and the size thing. And, like, and I get it. Luka coming from Europe, and we've seen how some European players have been. But my bigger thing is Harrison Barnes. They thought Harrison Barnes was a washed veteran who could be a locker room guy. Problem is, nobody told Harrison Barnes that. And if people haven't been paying attention, Harrison Barnes has been playing his butt off. He's arguably been their second best player the last two seasons. Don't know about that, but he's been playing really solid basketball. So I think what they're ultimately looking at doing, which I think they should have done last year, actually, and probably traded Bagley, is they should be playing, you know, Barnes at the four. And they should be playing a smaller lineup with Holmes because Holmes can block shots. And they need to just get up and down, up and down. But like you said, Bagley's a good option if you need a piece. If you're a team, like, I hate to say this, but, like, if you're the Brooklyn Nets, Bagley's better than every single veteran you had. Listen, I like, look, I'm a huge LaMarcus Aldridge fan, but this isn't NBA, you know, 2K 2006 or something. Like, this ain't LaMarcus dropping 24 and 12. Yeah. Okay, Paul Millsap, he's okay. Like, but so Bagley, if he goes to a team, you know, put him on Miami. Oh, he's, you know, he could be a t- a, a, t- a player that could put a team. He could be another team's Bobby Portis, right? Bobby Portis and PJ Tucker ultimately put Milwaukee over the top. They that that ultimately is what they were missing. Like, yes, they were missing Drew Holiday and a real point guard, but they finally had some size and some guys that could defend on the perimeter that allowed Giannis to not have to defend the best player. Marvin Bagley can be that guy for you, maybe not defensively, but y'all keep giving Jabari Parker an opportunity. Marvin Bagley's better than him. Yep. Jabari Parker was on the Celtics last year. They waved him and re-signed to them today, and he's better. Everything, he's better than him. And That's I feel bad for Jabari because he was a very good player. Injuries have set a lot of his athleticism. Uh, but listen, it's about um, Bagley is good value again. Charlotte that needs big rotation. Yeah, Detroit just buy low, buy low, man. Yeah, no, you're right. Buy oh, low, no. still in his one rookie thing, contract, man. I got one story that's going to become something. So today, about uh, let's say thirty minutes ago. Uh, a reporter from The Athletic asked Steve Nash who was going to be in the starting lineup for the Nets. And he said no. Just no. Who's going to be in the starting lineup? And his response was no. So for those of you all that don't know, there's a new rule in the NBA this season. Because of sports gambling and because of daily fantasy sports, every NBA team, 30 minutes before tip-off, has to give their starting lineup. Yep. There's, there's no more of this. Somebody maybe will play. Somebody maybe won't play. So expect Steve Nash to get a $25,000 fine tomorrow morning because the Nets did not release their starting lineup tonight. So just keep track of that going forward. That's going to be a thing. 
Uh, yeah, I think he <laughs> did eventually release it when he told him because I got this 27 minutes ago. Net starting lineup: Harden, Harris, Durant, Griffin, and Claxton. Okay. Yeah, because that 20. I'm telling you, like Popovich is another one who historically doesn't like to give out his lineups. Uh-huh. That that playing it close to the vest stuff is cute until you're getting fined 25k. Yes, sir. Uh, if we get 100 more subscribers by January, we will be doing daily fantasy picks at the end of the podcast. Okay. That's all on y'all, you know. As kids <laughs> we're going to push, but I know how popular it is. We're well aware of it. We're, we're well, we know about it. So that's on y'all. Um, but that's it. We're going to wrap it up here. We're going to come back tomorrow and do our full first post-NBA night. Yes, sir. Big Wednesday night. Remember, Wednesday and Fridays are the 10-11 game slates, all right? Yes, sir. We're going to big nights. We're going to go down to each matchup. We'll, uh, we'll even we'll, we'll, we'll talk about pick lines on the matchup. We'll have a lot of fun with it. Uh, French, French is always thank you for the guest as being my guest. Know your role player podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, you press hashtag K N O W Y A R O L E P L E Y E R. We'll be back tomorrow. Appreciate all the love and support. Peace.